This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti. And I'm Devin O'Haran. And you are listening to Music You're Missing. And we are bringing you Sally Boy. Yes, we are. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, basically Devin and I are two music industry professionals. And then COVID came a knocking. And we said sayonara. So we took our talents to a podcast where we interview artists who are just shy of the mainstream sound, are generating a lot of streams, but aren't getting the media attention that we think they deserve. After the interview, we put all the guest music at the top of the Music You're Missing playlist. So if you go there right now, Sally Boy is going to be a top and he is going to grace our cover looking all hot and cute. (laughs) I don't know what to say. Honestly, he is a handsome fella. Oh, he's definitely good looking. I just I just did like a a gasp, but you can't see because microphone. But (gasps) I don't talk about this stuff with Brendan. It's weird. It's really it's like not. I literally just told you about the time I got freaking pepper sprayed while kissing a girl. So you didn't say I was kissing a girl. Oops. Brendan, <laughs> none of that. Ugh. Moving on. It's the brotherness for me. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on. We have a few surprises this week. We are dropping some new playlists. Yes, we are. All weekend long, we are going to be releasing a new playlist every single freaking day. Every day. We got some more tricks up our sleeve, but we'll save those for a little later. But just be on the lookout at Music You're Missing on Instagram and uh, just like Music You're Missing on Spotify because that is where we are launching some brand new playlists. Enough about that. Let's talk about Sally Boy. Yes. So we are so stoked to have Sally Boy. He just dropped a brand new single. It is called Just Friends Now. I just make the same mistakes that I did before, but the silver line is that I never did make yours. You make me feel a little better. You make me feel a little better. And that's not all he dropped. Just recently, he also came out with his debut EP called Erez. I don't necessarily want to put him in a genre because I don't necessarily think he fits one genre, but I would definitely say he's got some influence from like lo-fi hip hop, definitely some acoustic pop. Good vibes all around. Definitely some good vibe music. Like good vibe music. Like you're ready. You're happy. You're vibing. (laughs) (laughs) Can you knock me out right now? Because that that sounded so bad. Um, well, I mean, we could tell you more about him or we could just get him on the damn line. Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Sally boy, how's it going? I'm freaking fantastic. We're so excited to have you. We're about to have a blast. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. I just tidied up my room and I feel like a brand new person. So I'm happy to be here. Isn't that like the best feeling? You're like, wow, I can finally get shit done. And like my life is in a complete mess. I bought this new candle that like... I smell so good, but I was like, I, I didn't light it yet because I felt like my room didn't deserve it. Just now after I finished it up, I was like, all right, now I can finally light this candle. Wait, what, what, what scent is it? It's called bourbon and brown sugar. Wait, I've and- definitely heard that. Or smelled it. It's so weird because it's it smells like a memory I have, but I can't yep. remember what it is. Like it smells so 
like I, I have no clue, but I smell it and I'm like, fuck, I, I have like a vivid memory of experiencing that smell and it's tied to something but I can't remember what. Well, that's such a thing. Like they actually, some study said that smell uh, evokes memory more than anything else. The, 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 what's weird is I don't remember what it reminds me of. Like I, the smell is so, it doesn't sound, it smells so familiar, but I don't know why. I don't know to what. So you're going to walk into like a room in like three years and it's finally going to connect and you're going to be like, holy shit, this is this it. This is it. This is the smell I've been looking for for Probably however that's long. That's what it is. <laughs> Definitely something I can't look for right now. I gotta let it come to me. Exactly. Let the smell find you. You don't find it. That, I don't. I don't really know where that. Just Two minutes in, we're already getting deep. <laughs> like you had that on the back burner. Like you were ready for that. Yeah, that was in the show notes. I don't. Some shit. I like forget how to talk to people sometimes because like COVID. <laughs> we were literally just having this conversation. So if I say anything weird, I apologize in advance. No, I feel that. I actually, this is. It's funny because I was thinking the same thing because I, I since I've been home, I started seeing this chiropractor and and I was I'm I'm pretty good with like small talk and like I was like in high school I was like I one biggest flirt not because I'm like a flirty person just because I talk like a certain way that like just connects me with people really fast and 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 the other day I was at the um the uh fucking chiropractor and one of the nurses came in and I just completely forgot how to speak to her I forgot every little thing about how to like hold a normal conversation with somebody it was so bad I feel the same way way too often so you're not alone in this <laughs> no yeah the other day I sorry we're really getting off topic here but <laughs> this happens literally anytime me and day, Brendan talk to anyone I was pretty stoned not no, gonna please, lie I like this and I obviously got a burrito and I called them and it's called the guapo but I was with my roommate and <laughs> I called it the Gordo on the phone and she just started oh. dying laughing because that means it either means ugly or fat. I forget. And Oh, Gordo means fat. Yeah. So yeah. I got right. a, I was a fat burrito. I'll tell you that Duolingo much. Duolingo taught me that shit. I'm brushing up on my Spanish and COVID because I'm bored. I started taking friends. I failed. I failed that that venture. Honestly, those texts drive me, like the notifications drive me insane. I'm like, oh shit, I have a friend and then just fucking Duolingo. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I need, I really need to get a life. I think it's better than getting a text because the text is just like someone just furthering a conversation, but Duolingo is like you're furthering yourself. Ooh. Wow, that was kind of inspirational. That should be their tagline. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Better than a text on the back burner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, anyways, what uh, what does your room look like? Like, do you have a certain setup? No, like, because I'm super anal about my room. I'm at home, so I'm at my I'm my like my bedroom from growing up. It's this really bizarre like dichotomy at this point because I have this border around the the, like near the ceiling, but near the top of my like walls. That's just Winnie the Pooh. And and I just I guess I I've, I loved Woody the Pooh as a kid, but I never like I, I and I just never asked my dad to redo my room because I I spent so much time out of my room that I never like needed to have it redone. So it's like this weird split because there's that stuff and there's like a Winnie the Pooh lamp and like a Captain Underpants poster. But then like <laughs> since this time is like I've been home for two months and I'm only home, I just like revamp my room and like get myself a studio set up and like. I don't even know. I have like my guitar and stuff everywhere and like just cleaned everything. So it's this weird little like piece of old me and new me. But Winnie the Pooh will always stay. I think at this point you're old enough that like you can't do anything about it. (laughs) If I'm not allowed to. Yeah. It's just that will forever be there. 
Yeah, I've committed to the Winnie the Pooh border at this point in my life. The best stuff comes from like really weird places. So my mom has an art studio and our studio was booked like a few weeks ago. So me and Brendan were like, oh, let's just use the art studio. And we had like mannequins like holding up this sheet. <laughs> ass cheeks like, out. Like literally ass cheeks are out and we're like, uh. Fire. Honestly, it was a great interview though. We had a blast. Honestly, that's, if your ass cheeks are out, then no holds barred. Like you can do whatever you want. You know, we're going to talk about it later, but we know that that's kind of your MO after seeing some of your stuff. <laughs> Sally boy ass cheeks out. Is that what people say? <laughs> Next single. Uh, so you said you're home. Is that Philly? Is that correct? Uh, uh, yeah, so it's just outside of Philly. It's it's, uh, it's a little town called Marion. And you're studying uh, songwriting right now at USC, yeah, correct? Yeah, I study songwriting and I study philosophy. Wow. So, are you in the home stretch? Is this like your last term? Probably not, just because I'm just like taking some like like way less credits and like yeah. just taking you know a step back from school in general, like in part because. It's like not really school and like I can't focus on anything when I'm in my room on my computer. Yeah. And secondly, because like just like there's things that I have that are more fun and that I enjoy doing (laughs) that I am now having success with like music. I've decided to place more stock in that. And so I'll probably graduate in like fall. That's good. You got time. You're young. School's not a priority. Let me tell you, I have not learned use one thing that I learned in four years. Oh, God. Where did you go to school? I went to school in Connecticut. Brendan went to UMass Amherst. Okay, word. And now we're at Berkeley, actually, for my master's. I like, I know at least three people. I have like at least three people I know that that have gone to Berkeley and dropped out. Like all the people that I know that have gone to Berkeley have dropped out. Well, like that's my goal. Like I don't (laughs) want to graduate. Like I want to like give me like three months there and then send me off on tour or something. Well, you just need to say you went to Berkeley and then that's the extent of it. That was basically like what I wanted to do at USC. And like last semester, it would have been like currently it's like it makes sense to drop out and just spend all my time working on music. Mm -hmm. Like it's going well and, and whatnot but it's like i'm so close it's like it's like not even dropping out because i i completed like 95 percent of my entire schooling so it's like is it really dropping out if i have like so little left at what point is the label gonna be like yo like shy boy love your stuff but do you have like your bachelor and like up to the arts (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no they're like ooh. Sorry, deals off the table. <laughs> Not today, Sally boy. <laughs> uh, well, that actually brings up a good point now that I say your name in a funny way. Um, that's actually something that really drew me to you to begin with is your name. And then after further learning more about you, it's Inception. And you had written the track, Sally boy. Sally boy, break my back and leave my skin out to dry. Sally boy. And eventually took your name from that, which I think is yeah. so cool. So I'm wondering <laughs> why did that resonate with you so much to, you know, become your artist name? So it's a, it's sort of something that I guess has come. So I'll just start by saying I used to write a lot of my songs stream of conscious. I still do somewhat, but I used to write like all of them stream of conscious. And what I learned from like that is that my stream of conscious was like sort of a way of getting things out that I wasn't 
thinking of in like the front of my brain is my subconscious being like, yo, like maybe worry about these things a little bit or like think about these things. Mm-hmm. So, and, and eventually over time I would figure out like, there's like songs I wrote that I listen back to now and I'm like, Oh, like that's what I was talking about. <laughs> it's pretty funny to have like that perspective on your own music. Yeah. It's but, like an um, own, uh, a journal almost. Yeah, exactly. Literally it's like a journal. Um, so, so then I wrote Sally boy and I wrote stream of conscious and I honestly didn't really know what it meant like the phrase mm-hmm. i mean at least consciously i don't think i knew what it meant and eventually we were trying to figure out a name i was like let's just use alley boy because that story's a little longer but we don't need to get to that one yet and <laughs> over time sort of what i've realized like after learning what what, look at what a sally boy is which is like a feminine sort mm-hmm. of man or someone with more feminine characteristics and it's usually been used you know in a derogatory sense um i sort of like remembered like when i was in elementary school for some reason like a lot of kids like just would call me gay for no reason i don't even know where that came from um and like were sort of bullied me to an extent and i think and and then as i grew older i sort of distanced myself from any you know possibilities of like like having people think of me like that or or like have and being in touch with those feminine aspects which mm-hmm. you know people were using i guess as a form to bully me um so as I grew up and I guess that when I wrote Sally boy, that was to me calling back to that younger self and being like, look, like you can be who you want to be. And like, in fact, it's like better for you to get in touch with these, this feminine side. Cause being feminine is just like being emotional or being true with yourself or, or whatever. Like it's, there's nothing bad with being a feminine person in any capacity. I think women are even better than men in most respects. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that's like the long winded story of how the, of why I chose the name. Um, and at first it was a song, but I think I've come to embody the name like way more, even like in this past like eight months, like I am Sally boy in a way that I wasn't like eight months ago. Honestly, that's really inspiring because I know I'd read, um, you said you constantly suppress certain parts of you, like your weirdness and femininity. But now when we take uh, kind of an analytical look at your artistry, it's evident that that's actually what you embrace. And I think that's so powerful because like you said, like people were calling you gay and you were internalizing that as a negative when in reality it's not, but you know, your mind thinks that way. So then you're shutting out any potential uh, like feminine things that you might like. And to really hone in on that is awesome for yourself, but also, you know, from a branding perspective, it's like no one's doing that because a lot of people are told that you can't. Yeah. I was just thinking about that because like, I, I think... I mean, even like back to Prince, like Prince was like the guy who was like androgynous before anyone was androgynous. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, at least maybe like the first one to make it a uh, household name a that was androgynous. Yeah. yeah, He was just trying to be who he was and I think he enjoyed it. And there's no shame in enjoying things like you're, you're alive for yourself, not for anyone else. So, I mean, you had also just mentioned uh, like these past eight months over this whole COVID situation, you've kind of really honed in on who you are as a person. What kind of inspired this new self-discovery? This was by all means like a a year of of firsts. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I never, there's like a million things that I guess I had to, that I'd started to realize about myself simply because I had so much more 
like content of myself or like had to talk about myself or was like releasing parts of me to the world. Yeah. So like, I mean, first and foremost, being in isolation with myself and like max four to five other people for like three or four months definitely requires some introspection and finding peace within myself just because there's so much chaos everywhere else. Um, but then it like really started when I took when I started releasing music under Sally Boy. And then like honestly during that period when I first started releasing, I went through like this weird this this period of like dissociation. I was like really sort of extremely anxious and having a lot of like paranoia and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think it was just because like it was this massive change in my life. And I was putting myself out there and I was actually for the first time, like and I take this I take this like I think about this in passing, but like the, I remember the first the day I released Sally Boy, I went to my friend's apartment because he had like an outdoor like a uh, roof, and his girlfriend was there, and she goes, "Oh, hey, Sally Boy," and like no one had ever called me name <laughs> before. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I was just like, "Whoa!" I, I didn't even think at the time I was like, "Oh, it's me!" Like oh, I just released a song, Woo. but like now looking back at it, it's like, "Whoa!" Like I've completely started to assume a new alter ego, and. And as much as I want to think like, oh, it's been so long in the making, that was the first time it was concrete and people were actually, you know, and that, that was me for so many people. And like now there's probably more people that follow me on Instagram that like, no, would refer to me as Sally Boy than by my real name. Yeah. So it's like, um, honestly, I, so random, but I've been clearing out like my rooms in my mom's and dad's places because my mom just moved and my dad is moving currently. So I've been finding a lot of things from like when I grew up and like that I'd forgotten about. Like for instance, everything I told you guys about like in middle school, how like kids called me gay and stuff like that. I forgot about that until I looked into my yearbook and like someone had written my yearbook, like, Hey, like, love you. I don't actually think you're gay. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, I completely forgot what even happened. Like, yeah. How, isn't that crazy though? That That's, First of all, I'm just like, my brain is a fucking mess. I can't remember <laughs> transitive periods like that in my in my existence. But um, but yeah, like even that really changed a lot of stuff about um, like how I thought about my life. And because I, I was like, I was like, oh, like I'm so anxious. Like what's wrong with me? And then I was looking through all these things. And I was like, oh, I've always been like this. I just like mm-hmm. forgot about it because I had a, a lot of good years. One foot in the door and one card in the dark. I'm giving the best of me. Best of me. Breaking into pieces every other weekend. I can't tell what's left of me. This project was like definitely I wrote it over the past like well before it came out like did two years before that which were like these really bizarre transitive periods because I had left my band and like for the first time ever I started producing my own stuff and I was writing stuff all by myself and there's all and like I'd released like a, a nine song project and a seven song project my band but I'd only written half of those songs so it was mm-hmm. like again I was writing all my own stuff so that was like this first project was like okay like that period and then since then like since I don't even know, like probably September I've been, it's like been just me growing into this brand new person, like figuring all this shit out about production and like writing so much more. But like, I feel like I'm leveling up again till I get to this next point. So I've like been so, like, cause me and my friends talk about that whole phenomenon about like the first project is the best projects because the artist has spent their whole life writing it. Mm-hmm. But 
I've been lucky enough to already have released two projects and then like spent two years writing that project and then literally start writing this new one about what my life is going to become because it's like I'm suddenly like in this brand new and like in this vacuum. I've been like so lucky to not have to experience that feeling of like not being able to find my source for my second project. Being solo too after having worked not solo, there are a lot of benefits from that. And, you know, you don't have to answer to as many people, which is really freeing. And that is something that's super important when you're any type of creative is to, you know, obviously you got to follow some rules. You got to make your stuff streamable and listenable to yeah. a consumer, but to really just be like, fuck it. I just want to put like whatever I want into this song because I like it. Well, in respect to the solo versus the band and you don't have to answer as many people, you also don't have the support as as many people because like you have to tell yourself that your stuff is good for mm-hmm. us. You don't have four other people in your band being like, this shit rocks. Like you have yourself to be like, this shit rocks. Is that something um, that scares you or like excites you or both? It's funny with me because I go through like, and like, I feel like a lot of artists go through this, but I go through periods where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm the greatest artist in the world. <laughs> I don't text my, my managers. I feel like, you guys are so lucky. <laughs> and so, I don't be, and this is not me most of the time, but sometimes I get really arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you're so lucky to have like this client, <laughs> like such bangers. <laughs> and I'll walk into their room and I'll be like, damn, like this shit hits. Like, you must be happy. <laughs> I'm your client. But other times, I'll just be like, fuck, like my shit is like, boof. And like, I'll text him. I'll be like, man, thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average. And customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National Annual Average Insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020 potential savings will vary discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations guys so much for like sticking by me and like i used i say that because i don't want to like be like man my music stuff shit like give me support but it's more like me indirectly being like oh like they support me and they put so much time and energy into it like so so it must be good to someone so that's those are the two phases i go through so it's it's not like scary or not scary. It's like just, <laughs> just, just is. Is that what you want? If not, I'll buy it the same. I wanna be rich. I'm glad you guys like came because that shit. I, I went to war for that song for a minute. I want. I feel like I won my little battle mm-hmm. when I first when I played Kane for like my managers the first time after we'd like worked on it and they're like okay like i see what you see and then like ever since then it's like every time there's a song that they're not so sure about but i'm like trust me like i i hear this like i hear what it is i don't hear where it's at right now like i hear what it could be they're just like yeah i trust you so that was my win in my book just like Perfect. I mean, that's also an awesome dynamic to have with anyone that you're working with on your team. Mm-hmm. We definitely talked to some people where that unfortunately is not the case. Uh, and you can tell, mm. <laughs> you can you can tell it tell. affects their music and their perspective of the people they're working with. Like they don't have as much backups, which is mm. kind of a bummer. Yeah, I'm not lucky. I'm lucky in like all capacities or I can all, I don't know avenues with like the people that I have surrounding me and I get to work with. So sick. Say Eras. Eras. Everyone say Eras. Eras. What do you think that means? America. Tell me am I way too much for you? Licking a sippy cup. 
in June. You should think about growing up. It's due. Yeah, it's due. Tell me, am I way too much for you? Why did the girl at the beginning of the song think it meant America? <laughs> Look, I have no clue. But I, the story behind that is I have a friend named Lizzie. And um, she's like one of my best friends growing or in high school. Not growing up. I met her in high school. But she's like one of my closest like friends. And um, she went. She was in Italy like the start of the year. One night, she was like... Uh, like hammered and 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 i like i think she sent me this she sent me this snapchat and i and i just answered it and it was just her and like four of like these random girls that she'd met on abroad and it was just that video and she was like and she was just like and there's a whole like there's like four there's like 40 seconds before that where she's just like oh what a reza like I, <laughs> <laughs> I miss you so much and then someone's like Erez and she's like say Erez and and there's that whole thing um I really I can't speak as to what that what she had going on in her mind that made her think that Erez had any like <laughs> uh, connection to America in any capacity really have no clue um but that's the story so maybe if you want to ex- like uh you know extrapolate from the setting I gave you <laughs> <laughs> it was just alcohol man uh, okay there you go what made you want to open the song with that um I think it was just like I was I so I wrote that I wrote that like I had that hook written like way in advance and then one night I was drunk and I come back from a party. This was also, again, like January 2020. And the good I wanted old days. to work on that song. And so I started working on it. And then after I finished like the uh, like small demo, I was like, I want there to be like, I want to put that what Lizzie sent me in the front of it. So I just put that and it worked so well. I was like, <laughs> like well, I was like, this is sick. Like, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> it wasn't like I didn't have any uh, like moment where I was like, oh, like this is this is it. Like, this is what yeah. this song needs. It was just like, so yeah, I'm going to try it. And I put it in there and I was like, oh, this is sick. And also I love Lizzie. So I put her on it. Um, well, no, the, honestly, that is really interesting because it just adds such a layer of your personal personality to the whole work especially it being your debut it it was just an overall very delightful listen um and that's why we were so stoked to have you and then you weren't slowing down because you just released your brand new song just friends now it's been a minute since i called you a friend it makes sense we don't talk no more but things are pretty much the same since you went I just make the same mistakes that I did before, but the silver line is that I never did make yours. You stated it's not necessarily a breakup song, more so an acceptance speech, which I think is so badass. <laughs> I would love for you to unpack that a little bit. It's funny that that quote just sort of, it was my, my managers were like on my ass about it because they wanted, because they were like, can you give me a quote? And I was like, yeah, of course I got you. <laughs> I like, 24 hours. And I like, can I get a quote? And I'm like, Brooke, of course I got you. <laughs> so eventually I finally sat down and I, and I, and like, I had so many thoughts about that song just cause it felt like it was a very, it felt re- recent compared to like things I was going, mm-hmm. like things I was going through. It felt like very fresh. And the reason I say it's an acceptance speech, not a breakup song is cause I don't feel like I'm saying that I'm singing the song to get through something or like, to get back at someone or work through something it's just like sort of me being like this is like this is like it like it's like like it's been a minute since i called you my name i guess i i, I guess i should i, I guess i should because we're just friends now it's like 
I guess I should just do that. Like it's so off the cuff. Like, I, you know, so, so to me, that song isn't trying to get back at anyone. It's just like, like I, I won, like I'm fucking done with this. Like I'm over it. Like I see who you are. I see who I am. And, and like, I'm going to take my award and walk away. <laughs> Something I really loved about it too is a minute and 39 seconds. That is super unique, especially for a standalone single. Did that time cross your mind at all when releasing it? Or were you just like, this is the song, I'm putting it out? To be honest, I just like short songs. And I, I, this just could just be me because I just I feel like I get bored easily. So if a song doesn't like grab me yeah. and hold on to me, um, then then I just will turn it off or I won't like it or I'll listen to it again. It's like, if the song is four, minute, four and a half minutes, odds are I'm not listening to the whole thing. I generally try to write shorter songs. Um so like as like every song on my EP uh, is two and a half minutes like tops besides to you like every song is like two minutes and then I wrote this song and it literally just felt like I said everything I needed to say mm-hmm. um, so I was like I'm not gonna add anything because first of all I think it sounds like good I, and like it got every time I listen to the song I just wanted to listen to it again and that's something I think comes with a short song sometimes yeah and like secondly I didn't feel like pretending like I had more to say because I literally just got everything off my chest and it's not like always that you need to write a four minute song to get everything off your chest but I didn't want to like include anything else that I may have just put on just for that purpose you know so definitely I mean the idea of a song having to be x amount of length like isn't real you know (laughs) like that was created by just the industry itself you can't like if taylor swift wanted to release a 13 minute long song that shit would go number one (laughs) yeah i'll say two things about that one i'll say i think bob dylan released like a 13 minute song about like how john f kennedy got assassinated like this year and it was the first time he ever charted ever no way yeah like maybe like first time he ever charted like top 10 anywhere like it was so i'll say that first and foremost secondly i'll say it's gonna call I'm, I'm this is random but there's this like production class at my school and the, one of the kids in the class was like yo Aries, can like you send us some demos so like we can make us like we can pitch a song to like our professor who's this guy i know his name i'm not gonna say his name um, <laughs> <laughs> um so I pitched so like I give them one of my songs. It's like this really I love this song. I gave it to them and they listened to it and I love that song. I think it's beautiful and it's like two and a half, maybe two minutes, two fifteen, something like that. And and the professor apparently went off on this whole rant about how songs are too short and like a song like that will never get radio play and like 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 blah 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 like artistic blah 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 integrity but i don't even know just all this outdated stuff and mm. and it just like pissed me off and i was like i was like has anyone has anyone showed him like old town road <laughs> <laughs> that song is so short and it was like the biggest song ever and secondly like who are you to say what a song feels right to someone that it's like it's not meeting the standard of the industry like that's i that's what like rubs me so wrong about music school is like yeah at what point are you gonna stop first of all you're wrong (laughs) secondly (laughs) you're suppressing someone's like uh like vision or whatever Mm -hmm. because you feel like it should fit some cookie mold or some cookie cutter mold anyways that's my feeling about 
I forget how I got here. No, no, yeah, we were Your talking person. about short songs, and honestly, I, I, I agree with you. Like, and that, that's something I struggle with too. Like, music school is great, you know, for resources and and learning yeah. about some things. But when it comes to the creative aspect, it's like you've already established yourself enough where people are gonna listen to you and. It yeah. doesn't. You're not trying to go get played on top forty radio. In fact, no one is. That's just not how the music industry works anymore. <laughs> like, like shit just it, happens. It really does. Yeah. So there's so like, many people. I, I should make like I would probably do better getting a fifteen second clip of a song to go viral on TikTok than a four minute song. Exactly. Legit. But so I recently read an article, and I wish I knew what article it was or where I got it from. But it was like there was a very big st- statistic from like people who listen to music in 2020 and it was like no one listened to full songs our generation just doesn't like to do it and they just skip and that's why the shorter songs are doing better so keep doing what you're doing (laughs) fuck the professor and well not fuck the professor don't fuck the (laughs) obviously don't do that it's it's sort of a bummer like i i think i like love what usc gave me in terms of like my network of people and like not even like the network, like the family that I built mm-hmm. like through the people I've met at USC, but like I hate what it did for me, like in the in between that. Like there's genuinely a time when it just made me like dislike music, which is like such a bummer. And like you hear that so much from like people who go to music school. And it's like, how is that possible when that's literally you're going to school for music and music school makes you hate music uh, but anyways go usc i'll probably donate to them at some point <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean i'm not gonna keep you too much longer but no i agree like music school is great because you get to learn about music but at the end of the day you're the one making the decisions and you know like when you can go against the grain and i've actually talked to the the guy that did govball i was working at sony at the time he came and talked to me and he was like yeah i do govball and literally no one would have like that was before festival were like a thing um, as much as they were now and he was like and I just fought and fought and now it's govball mm. <laughs> like that's, that's the thing wow. is like, wow. people just yeah they just want to think they know but they don't know because no one's tried and you don't know until you try exactly. and you might fail but exactly. who cares I, I, I couldn't agree more you make me Well, Sally boy, we were gonna transition to like an outro, but I really, really, really need to talk to you about the Sally boy show. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Dude, that was fucking brilliant. I loved everything about it. Like, thank you, man. Per- the sense of humor, but the way you did it. The reason it, why when you, when you watch it and you enjoy it and it feels light and stuff like that, it's because like there was never a point when anyone was like, nah this isn't working and that's like besides me i cut like one or two things from the from the from the whole show mm-hmm. um but like it was just like a fun experience and and i got friends to work on it and then and then it, it's funny because i love like hum- comedy and humor and like i love movies and i love like cin- cinematic stuff and stuff and and things along those lines so it was like the first time i was able to flex that muscle of like my artistic you know uh, creation and whatnot. So, so that, that was sick. I fucking love the, the Tumblr show, and I want to do like twenty more. And, um, and I, I watch it, and I'm like, this is great, but like, I could do so much better. And I think that I all the time I think of skits. Like, I could like go with my freaking notes and show you, and like, because I have these, these random, and they make no sense to anyone else. <laughs> um, but they they're so funny to me. Like at one point, I had this idea of like 
this is gonna sound so stupid, but like this guy is like next to his car, and some random guy just walks up to. <laughs> It's not even funny, but this guy just walks up to me and is like, oh, can I have that? And it's like, I don't know why, but that just cracked me up. I, was laughing so I just think of things like that and laugh to myself all the time. So that's, I would, I definitely think there's going to be another Sally Boy show in some capacity. Hell yeah. I mean, there's always ground to be broken, whether it be with your music, your comedy, like there's always something yeah. that no one's doing that someone will find funny or someone will listen and think it's good. I just want to know how you came up with this concept like obviously you well i just i'm so intrigued by the whole thing the first so the very wide idea to do a variety show in the first place was actually my one of my managers sean's idea he was like i just woke up from a nap had the idea variety show and i was like that's i was like that's it like variety show absolutely sally boy variety show and then um I have a friend who like writes for James Corden. And so I just called him and I was like, do you want to help me write like part of this? And we literally, and we sat down and we talked for an hour and came up with every concept, like more than every concept. We came up with like 30 different ideas for different skits we could do and different or different themes overall. And I was like, this is what I kind of want to, how I want to break it down. Like, this is how blah, 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 blah. And that's literally, we only talked that one time and then, and had the whole, like groundwork for it and then i talked to my with my other manager john and he sort of helped me sift through all of it and and figure the whole thing out and there was a lot of times when he was just like what does this mean he was like what is cowboy grease what does that mean <laughs> like i don't know it's fucking cowboy grease <laughs> um john and i sort of were like all right this should go here like we should do these performances um and then and, and then we ended up doing three days straight filming that everything so it was like friday we did the to you video and then we did um the intro monologue and like all this stuff and then like the next day we did the sandbox shot blah 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 blah, blah. like sunday we did i wonder video so like it was just like a really honestly a long process yeah it's a packed weekend it was a really packed weekend and it stretched back like three or four months of me starting to write it and the idea first coming and and it was honestly a lot of fun and like with our maybe our upcoming partners and whatnot, like opportunities to have like a lot better quality, like uh, soundstage and stuff like that. So ideally, like we would have like a whole lot of set and like even the, even like cooler um, Sally Boy show. So, yeah, that was the, basically how it all happened. Well, man, we're excited to see what's to come. <laughs> Honestly, that was like, I just thought that was a genius idea. Uh, and it was Thanks. so well done. It was perfectly executed. And the humor just went, it just tied in so nicely with mm -hmm. the personality you show off in your music. So I'm really fucking stoked for what you have uh, to come. And I guess we're just going to leave you on that. What what can we expect from Sally Boy in 2021? i say a couple things. First of all, new single in February, probably. Um, definitely a new, definitely a music video and a performance video probably for Just Friends Now in like the next like four, three weeks, maybe also in February. Not sure. Okay. Definitely at least one project. I'm probably, I would say maybe even two projects. And then fit, I would say $10 because my friend John bet me I wouldn't say eggplant five times on the show. So I'm going to say it four more times. <laughs> so that's it. $10 in my bank account and all that awesome, cool stuff with, uh, me releasing music dude thank you so much for calling in it's it's been a pleasure chatting with you uh we're, yeah, we're fans and we're definitely gonna keep watching you grow i Thanks can't up. wait for uh the second one yeah i i 
that one, I can, I literally can, I'm so excited for this next project because this is the, the way I think about it is like when I first released Sally Boy, like the reaction I got from it, I was like, oh my God, they like Sally Boy so much. Like they're going to be, they're going to, Stormy's going to like fucking blow them away. Like that was how I felt about it. And like they're, I'm now I'm like, oh my God, they like that project so much. This project is going to melt their fucking face. <laughs> you just keep getting better. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Your fans I, are not ready. I, I hope so. When I dropped um, this project, I looked at like my main like collaborator, and I was like, "This is going to be the worst project we ever dropped." So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was no, not. but that's kind of like I understand what you're saying. Like, it's only yeah. up from here all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's not. A, I don't think it's a. I think it's a great project. Yeah. I just think- it's going to be the worst thing I ever drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly great, great marketing what strategy. What a way there. to go into it. Right. Next time we'll talk about you guys. <laughs> yeah, you can interview us. We'll be on your variety show. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It breaks like all types of barriers. I make the same mistakes that I did before, but the silver line is that I never did make yours. You make me feel a little better. You make me feel a little better. Yeah, you make me feel a little better. You make me feel a little better. Yeah, you make me feel a little better. I don't know what I'm more excited about his new project or the new Sally Boy show coming up. <laughs> I'm equally excited for both. And I hope he knows I was being dead fucking serious when I said I'm going to be a host on the Sally Boy show. I think you do a really good job, honestly. Yeah, just reach out to my agent. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to find us when you need us. We're ready. We'll start practicing now. I don't even need to practice. Need you forget I was the youngest radio personality in all of Boston. Need you forget. Oh, my God. Sorry, I forgot. (laughs) Uh, I kid, I kid. So, hey, the Music You're Missing playlist, guess who's on the cover of it? You already know it's your boy, Sally Boy. His music, including his brand new single, Just Friends Now, are streaming at the tippity top of the playlist. So go check it out. You can also find him on Instagram. Where, Devin? At Sally Boy. Devin, where can the people find you on Instagram? Well, you can first find me at the music you're missing Instagram. Ayo! I am right in the little, I don't know what it's called, the little info bio shit. Our bio, we have our usernames tagged. So go to at music you're missing on Instagram. You can find Devin and you can find me in the bio. I'm the blonde one. And I'm the ugly one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, be on the lookout for those new playlists dropping this freaking weekend. If you got any recommendations for artists you want us to snag, we got a couple lined up. But, you know, we're always booking. So just hop in our DMs. If you're looking for a feature, I did, in fact, just buy a MIDI keyboard off Amazon for $32. (laughs) So I'm actually booking features now. Um, Going right. $2? (laughs) $2? Uh, <laughs> going rate, twelve ninety five. All right. And after that, it is time for us to go. Yes, it is. Happy New Year. Have a good night. And go stream Sally Boy. Goodbye. Sally Boy. Sally Boy. Okay, enough <laughs> of that. Sally Boy. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at Progressive.com and see why four out of five new auto customers recommend Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations.